Hey everyone, and welcome to the Bible Breakdown Podcast. In this podcast, we will be breaking down the Bible one chapter a day. Whether you are a new believer or have been following Christ for a while, we believe that you will learn something new and fresh every single day. So thank you for joining us, and let's get into breaking down the Bible together. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Bible Breakdown Podcast with your host, Pastor Brandon. Today, Deuteronomy chapter 4, 24. <laughs> and if I were to give this one a title, it would be Common Sense Makes Sense. Common Sense Makes Sense. It's very similar to yesterday. Moses is continuing this conversation of just little things here and there that he would have learned along the way. But he's not assuming everybody knows. He's saying, hey, do this, do that, do this, do that, so that you can be healthy in a community together. And I think that's so important for us today, that we're constantly passing on what we're learning because common sense doesn't come naturally. It comes from doing life together and learning the principles of God's Word. And as the Holy Spirit has inspired it, we should then consume it, make it part of our life, and then share it with others. We're going to get into that in just a second. But as always, if you like what we're doing here, make sure that you on YouTube are like, sharing, and subscribing. Also, commenting on this video. Let us know how you are engaging with God's Word, any questions you might have, anything like that at all. I would also love, as a podcast, if you don't mind leaving us a five-star review. If you are a YouTube listener, go to your podcast app and leave us a five-star review. It really does help us get the word out, because we are just trying to create a community of people that are just surrounded by the idea of reading through God's Word together. Because, man, the more we dig, the more we find. And I've, I, I'm dreaming right now of a community of people where I'm not the one who is the one sharing God's Word only, but when we go to these places on YouTube, go to our Facebook group at Bible Breakdown Discussion, that we can create a community where we are discussing God's Word. Right now, on our discussion group, I'm posting things, and, and some of you will, will comment and post, and, I, and I'm so thankful for that. But my dream is one day that many of us will. So that as we engage with God's Word together, we're able to slowly learn and grow together. That's always my hope. And today is one of those good ones because common sense makes sense. And I would love to know for you, in our uh, question of the day today, in our... Uh, group, my mom just went blank, is what is the most common sense piece of advice you've ever received? What is it? Go to my, go to the Facebook group at Bible Breakdown Discussion and tell me what is the best piece of advice you've ever received? Just good old, what we used to call horse sense, just common sense. Because that's what Moses is doing. He knows that this young nation is getting ready to cross over the Jordan River. They're not going to be nomads anymore. They're going to be settled in a country. They're, they're going to need to know this stuff. They're going to need to know how to exist as a community that doesn't move. You know, we talked about yesterday how he said, when you go to the bathroom, go outside of your community and go do that there. Well, if you're a nomad and you're constantly on the move, that, that's important, but you're constantly on the move. What do you do if you're not moving anywhere? Well, you gotta you gotta know you know what to do, right? And so this is more of that. Well, we're just learning common sense is something that has to be taught to people. It doesn't come naturally. It comes from applying God's word to real life events, and that's what he's going to do today. So we're going to read through this. As always, we're going to stop along the way, you know, kind of that Bible tour guide thing, and just see what God's word has to say. And all of this is just good sense. So you ready? Let's dive into this. Deuteronomy chapter twenty four. In our NLT Bible, verse 1 says this, Suppose a man marries a woman, but she does not please him. Having discovered something wrong with her, he writes her a document of divorce, hands it to her, and sends her away from his house. When she leaves his house, she is free to marry another man. 
But if the second husband also turns against her, writes her a document of divorce, hands it to her, and sends her away, or if he dies, the first husband may not marry her again, for she has been defiled. That would be detestable to the Lord. You must not bring guilt upon the land the Lord your God has given you as a special possession. So first of all, piece of wisdom is if something has happened and she leaves you, you cannot bring her back. And this would keep any kind of dishonesty, any kind of trickery from happening that would cause this to not become improper. And so God is saying, if you did not love her and you divorced her, well, you can't change your mind. So in other words, think twice. Think twice before you do that, because when she's gone, she's gone. And that's a really good lesson for us today. Verse 5, a newly married man must not be drafted into the army or given any other official responsibilities. He must be free to spend one year at home bringing happiness to the wife he has married. Very good advice. When you first get married, it is important to focus on your marriage. Make sure that you are building a good foundation for a relationship that, Lord willing, will last the rest of your life. Verse six, it is wrong to take a set of millstones or even just the upper millstone as a security for a loan for the owner uses it to make a living. If anyone kidnaps a fellow Israelite and treats him as a slave or sells him, the kidnapper must die. In this way, you will purge the evil from among you. Uh, amen. Kidnappers, No, no, don't do that. Uh, Verse 8, in all cases involving serious skin diseases, oh Lord, here comes Leviticus, skin diseases, be careful to follow the instructions of the Levitical priests, obey all the commands I have given them, remember that the Lord your God did at Miriam as you are coming out of Egypt. Now, once again, he's saying, if you have an infectious skin disease, don't take this lightly because infectious skin diseases means you may be putting other people at risk too. Very good common sense. Verse 10, if you leave, if you lend anything to your neighbor, do not enter his house or pick up the item he is giving as security. You must wait outside while he goes in and brings it out to you. If your neighbor is poor and gives you his cloak as a security for a loan, do not keep the cloak overnight. Return the cloak to its owner by sunset so he can stay warm through the night and bless you. The Lord your God will count you as righteous. In other words, be kind to others. Just be kind to others. Verse 14, never take advantage of poor and destitute laborers, whether they are fellow Israelites or foreigners living in your towns. You must pay them their wages each day before the sunset because they are poor and they are counting on it. If you don't, they may cry out to the Lord against you and you will be counted and it would be counted against you as sin. In other words, if you abuse people who are in a desperate situation, the Lord will not overlook it. Very good advice. Don't do that. <laughs> Verse 16, parents must not be put to death for the sins of their children, nor the children for the sins of their parents. Those deserving to die must be put to death for their own crimes. Amen. Good advice. 17. True justice must be given to foreigners living among you and to orphans. You must never accept a widow's garment as security for her debt. Always remember that you were slaves in Egypt and that the Lord your God redeemed you from your slavery. That is why I have given you this command. In other words, just be kind to others. Remember that you're not perfect either. Verse 19. When you are harvesting your crops and forget to bring in a bundle of grain from your field, don't go back and get it. Leave it for the foreigners, the orphans, and widows. Then the Lord your God will bless you in all you do. When you beat the olives from your olive tree, don't go over the boughs twice. Leave the remaining olives for the foreigners, the orphans, 
and widows. When you gather the grapes into your vineyards, do not glean the vines after they are picked. Leave the remaining grapes for the foreigners, the orphans, and the widows. Remember that you are slaves in the land of Egypt. That is why I am giving you this command. So the last thing he's saying would be the modern equivalent of a social safety net. So in other words, leave a little bit for everybody else. It doesn't mean you can't prosper. It doesn't mean you can't be blessed. It doesn't mean that you shouldn't be successful. It's just saying, always remember those who are not where you are and leave them a little something. Bless them as you have been blessed. And it creates the ability for them to not go hungry. Wonderful, wonderful common sense. Because if not for the grace of God, that would be me or you. And in the context of community, we have to remember, the easiest way to understand common sense is what would I want them to do for me? Jesus said in Matthew chapter 7, do unto others the way you would like for them to do to you. So one of the greatest ways to figure out how to conduct yourself in the Christian community is if I were in that place, what would I want them to do for me? It's just good common sense. And it's a wonderful way for us to live today. We live in a culture that says, what do I want other people to do for me? Not what can I do for other people? And I think if we live our lives in view of others, then that is contagious. It really is. Now, there are people in life, someone once said that you could put people into one of two categories, givers and takers. And takers are people who are not necessarily bad, they just don't automatically think about other people. And there's probably a thousand reasons why. And we're not going to criticize motivations. But those people, and if you would admit that you don't automatically think about others, that doesn't absolve you of this. It just means you have to focus on it a little bit more so that you don't find yourself in a negative space. But then for others who are automatically givers, that's not a reason for you to celebrate your greatness. It is important for you to then give grace to the takers, but then also Put healthy boundaries because givers have a tendency of becoming bitter because you get upset because other people don't give the way you do. So you have to guard your heart and make sure that it doesn't lead to unhealth either. It's amazing how quickly we can go too far to the left or too far to the right when God always gives us his word to help us go right down the middle and have common sense for a Christian community. Okay, let's pray and we'll be done. Father, thank you so much for your word. Thank you that your word is true. Thank you, God, that we read your word like this. We can see the authority and the, and the goodness of your word. It never grows stale, never grows old, but every day you teach us. We're thankful for you, and we celebrate you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Don't forget God's word says in Deuteronomy 30, today I have given you the choice between life or death. Say it with me. Choose life. You can make this choice by loving the Lord your God, obeying him, and committing yourself firmly to him. My prayer is that today you would choose life. I'll see you tomorrow for Deuteronomy chapter 25.